what do you do when you run out of room? Yeah, it'll completely screw the, yeah. screw up the imaging. And that's another thing that happens typically in small rooms. Like, I actually ran into this exact thing on my desk and my computer desk. Imagine putting speakers in this room. Mm-hmm. Might not be bad because it's round, mm-hmm. but it's tiny. Well, it's like made out of felt. Yeah. Well, that's true. It'd be kind of Probably absorbed. Probably not that bad. Yeah. Base would go right through the walls. Mm, well, you yeah. wouldn't have any base. Maybe building. gnomes are very sensitive to that. You could probably put a cool speaker at the top firing downward and just Ooh, the whole well, room. Immersive mono. 3D audio or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they used to do that like in like record shops or whatever, those like dome things. Oh, yeah. They'd, like, yeah you'd like stand underneath yeah. it. <laughs> Those are pretty cool. A a ceiling of sound. Well, that's what we wanted to talk about today a little bit is small rooms because I know a lot of people have speakers and systems in smaller rooms, areas. And usually it's because there's a spare bedroom. They, it, you know, if you, if you can't add on to a house and build your own man cave, you might have a spare bedroom that's you know, the space. usable. Yeah. Because the unfortunate reality that a lot of times people don't even tell you is with speakers, if you have a very small space, physically small, it's very difficult to get it to sound just right. Uh, unfortunately, if the speakers are right next to the wall, well, they kind of have to be if you have a small room, you get issues. But what can you do to improve it? What can you do to resolve these issues? Is there anything you can do to make a small room actually work? Well, well, I'd say there's two two main paths you can go with this. You go with the... Uh, well, you got to treat the room so you don't get any, like, you know, echoes or whatever. Or you, like, just try to not have the room interact with the speaker as much as possible and, like, tow them in and sit as close as possible and essentially use them more like headphones, you know, so you're not hearing the room as much. Yeah, that does help a little bit to, uh, I guess, more or less uh, make the room's troubles less profound. Right? If you kind of sort of increase the signal noise ratio by being physically closer to the speakers mm-hmm. and shoving them right in your ears, it kind of is a little bit better. But that's like a notch away from making headphones on yeah. speakers. <laughs> well, it helps negate the room. I mean, a lot of people do that. If you listen more near field, you know, which is kind of what they do when they're when they're when they're laying down this tracks, right? They usually yeah. have monitors yeah. like probably three feet away or so. If you're listening more like that, then uh, you, it just helps to negate everything going on around you, to the most part. You know, it's a it's a good way to exclude the room when the room's an issue. The only thing you really can't do is if, it, for whatever reason, the room's boomy, like if it's square-shaped or something and it's got some bass mode going on where it's just boomy, now you got to move. The, if you're going to be near field, you can probably find a spot where there's a null in the room and bass well, and sit there where there isn't as much bass. You know? I mean, you probably have small speakers in a small room, though, so... Yeah, it's probably not too big of a problem. Probably, yeah. Like especially with like studio monitors or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you're probably not running subs in this room. Yeah, yeah. But what if you are? What oh. if you have subs and big speakers? You might want to sit on the sub. Yeah, that that's a problem. That's tactile. Yeah, I could see people doing that. <laughs> yeah, like you see it in a shop or online or something. You see this big impressive thing. You think, oh, that's cool. You buy it, you bring it home, and you figure, oh, <laughs> doesn't work so well. I actually ran into this exact thing on my desk and my computer desk. I got two studio monitors on uh, speaker stands, and then I added a sub. Mm. It was too much. I don't use it oh, anymore. Yeah. It was like, Ugh. It just overtook yeah. the room. room's small. Yeah. 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 Well, I would say generally the room treatment probably matters more as the room gets smaller. 
but that's kind of fickle because it doesn't mean it doesn't matter in Vagrom. It matters obviously in all situations, but probably ultra critical when everything's just like jammed against the walls and you're sitting really close and there's walls and stuff, everything reflecting and whatnot. And probably another big factor is if you have a small room, a lot of times you have uh, shorter distances between discrepancies in surfaces, materials, and, and construction. You're probably more likely to have one wall that's an exterior wall or maybe two walls that are an exterior wall and some walls interior and they're going to be made differently and it's going to cause different issues and that probably is going to be exaggerated by a small room although i haven't actually directly tested that seems plausible though well there is another thing to consider though uh in a small room it's uh easier to heat it up like if you have two amps you get mm, uncomfortable in there i've ran into this with the same thing with the computer it's like yeah, that is a that is a problem you have the door open all the time yeah and you got your sound blasting out the door, otherwise it's a million degrees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need some solid state, efficient. Cubic feet in order to run hot, uh, anything that runs hot in a room. Now mm -hmm. we run it. We did trade shows. It was the same problem. Oh we yeah, big issue. Door actually. open, yeah. AC. That's on. a hotel room, which okay isn't small, but it's yeah. not big either. Yeah. But we get that combined with a number of people, and all of a sudden, yeah, yeah everybody's sweating. Yeah, yeah, it mm. gets warm, especially if the sun's out. <laughs> and there's it's a, a pretty big issue though, because yeah. a lot of times these are normal hotel room sizes so they're not huge and you have two three four thousand watts of gear running in it heating it up and then you also typically have a few people in there and it just gets so hot all yeah, the time it and does it's hard get to warm. control yeah because yeah I'm, I'm dumping about yeah, four or five hundred watts into my room and yeah it, if the door's not open it, it gets to be like oh it's like 90 in there after like an hour yeah. I remember denver we used to have that uh, suite on denver it was on a corner of the building yeah so it had windows on that one corner and the sun was out you had to keep the drape, the heavy yeah. draperies, just to try to reflect infrared, because mm -hmm. otherwise that that whole area would just be hot as hell when you walked in. <laughs> yeah, and it, the other, I mean, yeah, you can run the AC. We we had sometimes had to run the AC like full blast, but you don't really want to do that because then it makes a lot of noise. So. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, rooms rooms are are finicky. They're tough to begin with, but a small one really presents issues. But you know, I think people have found ways around that. You know, they flip mattresses up on its side. Oh. And, Call that room treatment that works, you know. You yeah, know. but in your home, that's not really the elegant long-term yeah. solution you're looking for. Yeah, not really. But some people have spare mattresses. So you just hang mattresses yeah, just on throw, the wall? Just throw it in there somewhere, you know, maybe behind you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you lean up against it. Go on Craigslist, buy some used mattresses. Yeah. Maybe sit on the floor, put the speakers on, like, just six-inch stands, you know. Mm. That's some near-field. Sit okay. Indian style. That's sound advice. <laughs> I don't think that'll work. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you're you're trying to avoid the reflections that are happening right next to you and stuff like that. And you know, it's it, it's it's tough because you can't put much in the room. It's not like you're going to have couches and furniture to absorb this information. Yeah, you can't put three couches in a small room too effectively a lot of times. Yeah. Well, I think especially in like a near field monitor situation, and you have like especially like a glass desk or something, putting them on the desk is usually a problem because then you get reflections off the desk and stuff. Yeah. So that's why I ended up having to put my studio monitors further apart on separate stands that helped out a lot and then you change the angle of them like how high are, are they off their desk like this they're like this much higher than the desk yeah there's some companies actually that sell stands that are smaller like that and you know made to raise it x yeah you know, six inches or and whatever the, the, some of them are like angled yeah yeah i think some people say it sounds better in terms of the base yeah. or doesn't bleed the base from the speaker to the to the desktop and yeah whatever. i came up with a very simple solution for doing that yeah. both in one thing cheap too yeah pro tip here Bottle caps, plastic bottle caps. Yeah. You put them underneath it. It angles yeah. them just enough, and then they, they oh, isolate the, the base. Yeah. yeah. yeah cool. Yeah. It mm -hmm. is a cheap tip. Yeah. You get some stylish bottle caps. Well, you know, just open a 
two liter of Pepsi, and you just mm. when you're done with it. What about the Coke ones? You ever tried those? You can use those? the Coke ones. No, mm. might be different. You got to find ones with writing, and it. it's even better. Mm. Those sound better. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. I got a solution though. Yeah, the real solution, the final yeah. solution. What you do is you use headphones. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that would, another way that solves go. the problem. Eliminates the issue with your small room. Eliminates the heating issue too. Right. You don't need to have mattresses on the wall. Well, it could Coke could bottle still caps get hot. underneath your phone books to lift up your speakers. I mean, you still could be running two amps. Okay. Yeah, well, so. if you're not running like one of those dump truck two amps, mm. generally it's less of an issue with heat. Hmm. It's a good solution. Yeah, that would work. Headphones definitely solve a lot of problems when it comes to rooms. You know, I mean, I, I think that's why we see such a a growth going on in the, in the headphone industry is because a lot of people just don't have the space and they don't want to bother other people in the same building, especially if you're in an apartment or a condo. Mm. A lot of places in the world, you know, they don't have a lot of homes with half acres of land around them, you know. Mm. <laughs> it is they got to go issue. up. <laughs> yeah. Especially now is there's a housing shortage in a great deal of the world. What do you do when you run out of room? It's very hard and very expensive typically to improve the space to to find more land and real estate to shove your speakers and systems. Mm. I got an interesting problem, though, that's not related to small rooms. I have the space for bigger speakers, but I don't have the space for bigger speakers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I could physically put bigger speakers in my room, but they only could be so tall because then they'd block my screen. Uh. <laughs> so it's like I have a hard limit. Yeah, you, you got to get some speakers that are made to shove in a corner type thing. Well, tip no. them over. Can't you tip them over. Can't. <laughs> can't they probably sound a little wonky. Huh? You, yeah. you, you tip them to sideways and then and, and tilt, tilt them up to. Well, I already so angles they are tilted. Listening position. They are tilted. Yeah, because I had to because they could only be so high. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's one a thing I could think of like if you do have a small room and it's free to put things wherever you want in it, you could try like. Split, split in the, the corner on a room where you put like one speaker on on one wall and one on the other in the corners in between the speakers. Oh, I've done that. Before, it could help. Actually. It could hurt. You might have to throw some some in, something in the corner to kill the corner from being a, a horn reflector. But you know, usually you'll do that if you're trying to break up a base mode that the speakers are like creating in the in the room. You know, you got to play because you're you're stuck with the room. You got to play with speaker positioning. You know, and you got to see where move them around. It's your best bet to. Try you know between you moving around and the speakers moving around, maybe you'll find a comfortable. Place. That is a fair point, because uh, until I started doing that, until I started actually moving speakers around back in the day, I didn't know how profound it is. It's a big deal. Sometimes well, you move a speaker a little bit, it doesn't seem like much, and it either totally solves or totally changes your issues. So maybe you could move things around and figure out how you can get either the best sound or the easiest issues to resolve in your room, and then deal with the treatment after the fact. Well, I mean. And some speakers are way more placement, you know, you know, critical than others. That's true. Like true. your dipoles and, you know, anything that's essentially radiating something out the back, you know. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you can't have a speaker like that yeah. in, a, in a little room. That's just a bad idea. Anything that has ref, has re, rear yeah. ambiance reflections is just requires some space. Usually, those speakers you get, you got to get them like you know. Um, Two meters, three meters from yeah. the wall. Any, yeah, any well, boundary. you don't have that. That's yeah. the size if of the, the room, room, right? The whole room is three meters. Yeah, you're kind of screwed. So. Yeah, yeah, I ran into that too. Uh, we had some um, uh, electrostats you got sometime, like yeah. 15 years ago. Oh, the quads? Yeah, quads. Yeah. And yeah, I had EL, them. EL63 Pros? Yeah, I had them in my room, and it wasn't that big at the time. And yeah, it 
just didn't work. But we moved them to a bigger room, and it's like, oh, way better. Yeah. You know, they, they need that space. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, it'll completely screw the, yeah. screw up the imaging. And that's another thing that happens typically in small rooms. Like, I've seen in the past people have a room, and they just throw – they're called bookshelf speakers. Well, they physically put them on a shelf. Oh, yeah. Made for books on right. the wall. You know, so, like, you got – they're right against the wall, you know, other than mm. the cable coming out the back. Yeah. You know, and it's like you're – obviously, you have no imaging going on there. You really don't. You know, you can't because there's no space between there to develop it. And so, you know, with systems like that, you really aren't hearing what you're not hearing imaging like it should be. You're just kind of hearing sound. And that's fine if it's just background. Depends what you're going for. Yeah. But I think especially in a small room, the problems are going to be very dependent on your system, your building and the construction and whatnot, and where you need the speakers to be present in the room. It could be they need to be next to a door or doors on the other side. And that causes all kinds of issues. And they're going to be exaggerated in a small room. If you have a big opening somewhere. And the room is very small. Relatively, that opening is, is a more significant factor in a smaller room than a bigger room. So uh, it seems like it's kind of one of those things where it's pretty affordable, but very, very time consuming to find an optimal solution. Pretty much just move things around, see how it unpacks the sound, yeah. <laughs> tow yeah. things in and out, move them up and down, change your seating position, angles, orientations, the whole deal. And start with small speakers. Mm. You need speakers and some nice stands. Yeah. You know, might as well make it look good. Get some. If nice you have massive speakers, speakers, it's going to be very difficult to get those to sound good. Yeah, in a small you room. don't want to shove anything big in a big in a small room. It's just, it's, it's, it's. You're never gonna, you're never gonna win. <laughs> well, so. and the nice thing about all this is, it's free. Right. So. It's a lot of fiddly stuff. But yeah, fiddly. Very yeah. cost effective to move stuff around a bunch. Yeah. So placement is key, and that's yeah. it. That, or buy headphones. And if you can't get it right, get a decent pair of headphones mm, and call yeah. it a day. That pretty much solves the problem. Probably doesn't really so. matter what room you're in. It's like a, like a one foot by one foot cube, and then maybe it'd be a problem. Well, people, if you have any suggestions on videos you want to hear about, things you want to hear about, topics you want to hear about, we could talk about it. We could try it. Uh, email us at TOTL at AbyssHeadphones.com. That's top of the line, or TOTL at AbyssHeadphones.com. And don't forget that we also, all these videos are on podcast form. So if mm -hmm. you go to your favorite podcast source, whatever it is, Ask Siri or whoever you talk to. Say, hey, play me the Abyss Top of the Line video, and uh, you should run into it. it. It'll be there. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Take care.